Welcome to Ride Home Reactions, the 20-minute show where we react to the movie we just saw. Why 20 minutes? Because that's how long it takes us to drive home. I'm David Ells, video production guy for InTheCarMedia.com. And I am Jill Rogatti, theater lady from SoapAndRopeTheater.com. We saw a movie on our first date and liked talking about it together so much that we got married. Was it worth it? You decide! All right, we just saw Avengers Endgame with my sister, Laura Ells. First time on the podcast. Hey. Welcome, Laura. Hello. Thanks for being long, here. Long time listener, first time <laughs> caller. Uh, yeah, we do have Laura uh, calling into this <laughs> car right now. Just kidding. Um, so yeah, we're going to give our, our, our rating from 1 to 10 on the count of 3. 1, 2, 3. 9.5. So Laura was a 9. Yes. Uh, it's a 9.5. Jill is a 6.5. Yes. <laughs> Jill is the low score among us. Liked it, but not that much. She liked it better than uh, she hated it, sounds like. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. I That might be a little low, but I was... I felt myself. I think I hear Locke crying right now. I know. <laughs> I felt myself synthetically forcing myself up in score because I was feeling badly that I was gonna have maybe a lower score, uh-huh. and then I was like, "Don't do that." Yeah, yeah. No, it's better. Um, it's better conversation. I think for honest. me, it was just compared to other Avenger movies. Now, or when you say Marvel other Avenger general. movies, do you mean other movies in the MCU or just the other Avenger movies? Um, no, I guess. Marvel movies okay. in general. Do you, is it safe to say you prefer the ones that are focusing on fewer characters? For sure. Yeah. That's always the, I mean, that was the, that, that the was, challenge yeah. with, the, with the first Avengers movie. It was like, okay, how is <clears throat> Joss well, Whedon going to make this work? You know? I can go on for hours about Joss Whedon, <laughs> and I, I, I'll spare everyone. And that. I will. <laughs> <laughs> Joss, one of the things that Joss Whedon excels at, in my opinion, is ensemble storytelling. Mm-hmm. And he's had years of experience with that. I mean, he's the ensemble for Buffy got bigger and bigger every year. Mm-hmm. And the ensemble for Angel, the series, also got bigger. Everything was very cohesive in the uh, the first Avengers. The second one, the storyline was a bit weaker. In my yeah, idea. I was not crazy with that one at all. I don't, I don't think I saw that one more than twice. Uh-huh. But um, and he he was writer director on that one too. Yeah, as well. But he was very burnt out by that stage. Yeah. But um, which totally makes sense. <laughs> this yeah. is like, this is a monster franchise. Yeah. Um, but I think that the Russo brothers took that mantle on really. Yeah, they well. they've done a very good job. And what did they direct the first Captain America? Or did no, they ju- the they just started Winter with Soldier. the Winter Soldier? But to Jill's beginning to state point uh i i uh agree that i prefer in theory the the ones that are about one or two main characters but uh for the majority of the time whether it was uh the first avengers infinity war and this one i've always just been amazed at how much i didn't mind that we weren't getting a lot of time to focus on individual characters uh the, the scope of it uh, kind of overwhelmed me in a good way. Um, yeah. And I I think what worked particularly well with this movie, which I, th- which I think was actually quite different than the other Avengers, is 
each act was like its own type of movie. The first act was like almost an indie drama in a lot of ways. Yeah. It had a different color palette. It was like a like colder hue. Um, the second act was like Back to the Future 2. <laughs> it really was. Like they reference it. Yeah. But they basically do a clip show of the movies you've loved and the scenes you've loved in those movies. Yeah. Like from the perspective of future versions of those characters. Yeah. You, you um, get the, uh, the B-roll of yeah. the movie. The original ones. My favorite part being, which I think I was one of the few people in the theater who actually was loudly laughing, was uh, when they are watching Peter Quill in the cave <laughs> that, as he lip syncs. That was amazing. That and, like, was really no one funny. was really finding that funny, but someone singing to headphones is funny anyway. It's someone singing in headphones in a space opera scene that you're watching from the outside. That's just so absurd and hilarious. Yeah. I thought that was like the best part of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, and then the third. Act is just kind of back to Avengers, so like bringing yeah. it all together. But Jill, expand expand on your on your feelings. Oh, uh, yeah. I just think lots of characters does make it less enjoyable for me. But I also um, was finding the tone. I think they really wanted to keep the comedy going through this one, um, and I think that was that was a hard thing to do. Yeah, I wasn't quite ready to laugh. You know, because they're kind of in this post-apocalyptic. In the like, first act, everyone's so sad, yeah, yeah. and yet they still are like, "But it's Avengers, so we gotta yeah. have funny moments." Which I'm not saying I'm. I wish there weren't funny moments. I just I think that was a really hard um, balance, and it just felt a bit weird to me. I was getting really tired of the soundtrack, and da, 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 not just da. the theme song, just like the music in general. I, I'm like, just it's it's tired. Like superheroes. Yeah, it was like write better. It's like this epic last thing. Like write some interesting uh, music. I I would agree. The music was repetitive in a bad way. It just felt like this is a three hour change inspiring. movie, it and we're gonna just keep make me feel feelings. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then the fight scenes, I didn't. Most of them, I thought, were also very uninteresting, which is another one of my like yeah. kind of pet peeves. Like I, like it felt like a means to an end. Like we have to have a big battle. Um, the only fight scene I thought was interesting wasn't really a fight scene. It was between Hawkeye and um, when they're fighting. Oh, Scarlett like, Johansson. Who's gonna jump off Natasha. the cliff? Yeah, yeah that was great. Because there's like real stakes, and you understand, yeah. and like you carefully get where you. Know, I don't know. Yeah, I like fights that you can follow. No, that was. I agree. That was the best. The best, like, um, the most thoughtful fight scene for sure. Yeah. Um, and I was, it was like one where I was like, I think I was already crying before like even the release moment because I just knew that they were like, <laughs> it was like. The right. idea of, like, I'm trying to push you off the ledge, but it was reversed. It was flipped right, on his head right. because I'm the one trying to flip myself, you know. Right. Anyway, so... That so. was, I think, one of the better scenes. And you thought that Hawkeye finally, like, you thought that he was going to do it, and he jumps, and then Black yeah. Widow just snatches him, and... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Another uh, scene that I thought was clever and original was um, in the elevator. It's kind of harkening back to Civil War. Editor's note. In this moment, David is actually referring to Captain America Winter Soldier. Yeah, exactly. And you think that there's going to be a crazy elevator scene. Yeah. And he's like, well, we've seen that already. It better be really good. And then he just, this time he uses his his wits and says, Hail Hydra. And then they're like, ah, cool. And like, they completely avoid the fight scene, which I thought was satisfying because they couldn't have topped that. 
no, that elevator was, fight scene yeah, that in elevator Captain America, movie, one yeah. of the best Marvel fight scenes ever. I would like to point out one reference that I thoroughly enjoyed, and that is at the um, the meeting of Clint and Natasha in Tokyo. You see Clint in his in a different outfit. That is him as Ronan. That was a character that oh. he. Uh, that was his the persona that he took on after the events of Avengers Disassembled, and he takes on the name of Ronan, which in samurai tradition, a Ronin is a samurai without a master or a samurai without honor. Oh, okay. And um, so it would make sense that he would take on this mantle of a Ronin in his this his sort of vengeful cleansing of organized crime of all these people that he doesn't see fit as surviving after all these great people did not survive from the Thanos cleanse as it were. That's really interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I was thinking this is not the Hawkeye I'm used to, but it totally makes sense that it's like a kind of a deep cut. Yeah. Uh, but it didn't distract me. I was just like, wow, he's lost happened in five years. Yeah. <laughs> and now I understand so much more about Saoirse Ronan. <laughs> <laughs> It's true that, you know, it all, it all ties it all is connected. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of the five years, I don't know if I misinterpreted something or not. But, so, in Spider-Man Homecoming, Peter Parker is, what, a freshman or a sophomore? Uh, one of those. One of those. So, why at the end of this was which should be five years later so oh. <laughs> 2018 plus five i mean it's not 2019 in that movie when it starts it's 2018 and then plus five so 2023 he should not be in high school anymore that's interesting also there's gonna be another spider-man movie yeah so i don't know what, i don't know the answer to any of these questions <laughs> But there were so, a lot of things like that that I was like, wait a second. Yeah. I would also like to say that I don't like what they did with Steve Rogers at the end. The old man makeup part or just uh, story-wise? The story-wise of him living on life after returning the stones. Because if you think about the the turmoil that he was having to like deal with emotionally, like... His, his guilt and all that after discovering that that Bucky was still alive and what uh-huh. he'd been through and all the the effort that he went to searching for him and then the whole events of Civil War with him fighting for Bucky and basically destroying friendships for Bucky. He's then going to leave him <laughs> in the present, go live off his life with, with a woman? I mean, yeah, it's Agent Carter, but... In my opinion, his friendship with Bucky Barnes is much more important than his romance with Peggy Carter. You remember a lot more about his uh, backstory than I do. I don't remember the Captain America movies very well. I thought it was interesting because you, you kind of wonder. You, everyone assumes that Chris Evans isn't going to still play Captain America anymore. He's got bigger fish to fry. Yeah. Um, but I think the question is, will it go to Bucky or will it go to, uh, what, what's the other character's name? Uh, Sam Mackey's. Wilson. Anthony Mackie's character. What's Sam the, Wilson. But what's his Falcon. like? Falcon. Thank you. You're well, like, I have no patience for your <laughs> <laughs> It's interesting because in the comics, 
both take on the mantle at one point. You've okay. got you've got a Bucky cap and a Falcon cap. And Steve Rogers ends up coming back and taking it back. So it seems like they're setting up Anthony Mackie to take on the Captain America role. Yes, I'd say that was um, pretty clear. But so my two main problems with it were Spider-Man still in high school after seven years <laughs> and Captain America forgetting the meaning of friendship. I don't I didn't understand why everyone was so self-aware. Like like so Peter Parker was like, "Oh, wait, what just happened?" cuz I for a second ago I was with I was getting covered in dust and oh, then yeah. I woke up and uh Dr. Strange was like, "Come on, we got to go." So he was acting like I had no idea, you know, like for uh-huh. him he had no concept that Thanos like of everything that happened and yet yeah. everyone's like embracing one another as if they are <laughs> fully aware of what just happened. Yeah. And that they've been in like you know, sadness prison for five years. Yeah. And I was like, they wouldn't know. One thing that I forgot to mention that I loved, um, and it's an allusion to Age of Ultron. Spoiler alert. <laughs> uh, Wait, for Age of Ultron? <laughs> the, well, no, for this. Uh, this is the first spoiler alert um, <laughs> of this podcast. <laughs> when, uh, during the final battle, when um, you see Thor's hammer, and then you see, oh, that's Captain America wielding it. In Age of Ultron, they have that scene where oh, all, to pick it up. all the Avengers yeah. are trying to pick it up, and none of them work. And then you see Captain America try to pick it up, and he it, he lifts it a little bit. Oh, and really? Thor looks really that. nervous for a second, <laughs> and then it's like, oh, and then he's like, oh, I can't do it, and and it made you think. Can he really lift it, or is he just? And he's huh. just like trying to pat his ego. Yeah. yeah, downplay him, his natural goodness. Because I mean, he is Captain America. And then you see him lifting the hammer, and Thor be like, "I knew it." And it's like, "Yes, you did." <laughs> That's funny. I didn't remember that at all. Probably because I only watched the movie once. That's no excuse. So I I cried a whole lot during that movie. Oh my gosh! I'm yeah. pretty dehydrated. So yeah. the, you know, people next to me, I could hear sniffles all around. That the, I think you were crying. Oh yeah. Jill, did the, you cry at all? I didn't, but I'm <laughs> pregnant and Jill, like Jill's got a weird like bizarro right now. Bizarro Jill because I she's don't pregnant. understand. <laughs> the woman next to me was crying. Yeah, I think it was a theater full of yeah. Cry so this uh, during the um, during Tony Stark's funeral there's just the silence and you could just hear so much sniffling <laughs> yeah and it Plus was like the, the one moment of silence in the movie and then everybody's crying and it's like no no i'm not crying i'm not crying staying after the or staying throughout their whole credits uh, because we didn't bother to google whether there's a credit scene or not was uh that was interesting because you know most people took our lead or not took our lead but most we people. were the example setters <laughs> yeah exactly uh, most people were following suit, and uh, I was like, I just, I'm just now enjoy. I just enjoy sitting through the credits now. Yeah, like, it's it's the you know Marvel has swindled us into having an appreciation for the behind the scenes players. Yeah, I like to see how many different visual effects uh, kind of houses are involved. Yeah, in different units. Like it was all in Georgia, which I didn't know. Mm. I wouldn't have known if I hadn't. A lot of movies, have, or a lot of Marvel movies, at least, are filmed in Georgia. There's a significant tax credit there. Okay. But there was that uh, 
like an anvil sound at the very end. It made me think yeah. of when um, uh, Stark was making his first suit in the like with the cave when he was oh, a prisoner. Yeah, maybe it was a reference to the like first Like, I didn't know if it was just kind of like a little ode yeah. to that or something. Or it might I think have you're been. Right. I think you're right. Because that would be a fitting kind of homage. All right, let's reevaluate our scores. Laura, you were a... Uh, Nine. This, so you were 6.5. Yes. I was a 9.5. I'd still say I'm a nine. Yeah, I don't... I don't know if my score has changed. The question is, did you enjoy it? I thoroughly enjoyed it. Yeah. It felt it felt like I was experiencing a big moment that yeah. will be historically significant. Yeah. Yeah, I think I'm gonna stay to six point five. I think a lot of the things that people are appreci- that people appreciate about this that gets them like really excited are things that go over my head because I I just can't keep track of everybody's character mm-hmm. and their timelines. So I without that the the movie on its own lacks so much. Mm. That sounds like and a like, personal I have problem. So many, <laughs> I know it is. I have so many other issues that I haven't even talked about. Like, what the heck is Pepper Potts doing? Fl- zooming suit. around in That's the suit. That's in Iron Man 3. <laughs> Which but, like, I've I did. I honestly had like a double take. I was like, wait a second. Was that Pepper Potts in the middle of the fight? You're not even sure. And then you're like, oh, yes, it was just so that she can have this moment with him at the end while he's dying. It's not just so. So in Iron Man 3, you've got Pepper Potts exposed (laughs) to extremis. And part of the stabilization is that Pepper now is a lot more indestructible. And so... Tony made her some Iron Man suits just for fun. Well, then they should have like made they sure expected that I saw you to that, I, that it was actually Pepper Pod zooming around in a suit. Yeah, because I, I was just was like, really was that her? I don't even know. This, and then why do you have that wicked long scene with his dad? Like that wasn't oh, necessary. I, I, like that scene. I thought well, it, was it was a, a little bit long. much. What? I was the like, scene eh. with his dad, Howard. I thought this that was teaching really important me a whole lot. <laughs> because Howard has a lot of dad issues. He has, I mean, not Howard. Tony has a lot of uh, issues with his. I know. His, it just was a uh, absentee father. I thought they're like, I just happened to bump into my dad. This split second moment where I yeah, have to get this thing, weird, and here but... he is. And now we're gonna have a really, really long conversation together, uh-huh. and flag my dying if it hasn't been flagged yet. I don't know. I'll I'm being negative, Nelly. I'm sorry, but you these are, are the things. Yes. I am. Is this you right talking or the baby talking? No, it's me. <laughs> <laughs> baby gave it a 10. <laughs> were, you, were the kicks, like, you're like, count a 10, ten, I, ten kicks? Do you have ten <laughs> We're supposed kicks. to be counting kicks, you know. <laughs> okay. So, all right, well, I'm starving, I'm and uh, we're going to go get some pizza. All right. Yes. Thanks, Lara, for being on, finally. Finally. Thank you having me. Alright. I hope everybody else enjoyed the movie more than Jill. Bye. Yeah, bye. bye.